Shalom to all. Today we're in Masachas Ksubas Parakeh, Mishnah Dal and Mishnah Hay. And today's Mishnah is being learned Le'ilu Nishmas, Mars, Shayna Basar, Bruvain, Her Nishama should have an Aliyah, El'ilu Nishmas, Mars, Tikva, Basar, Avsadiyah, her neshama should have an aliyah. Now we know that a person has to feed his wife. He's chayv bimizoyna seha, And in exchange for that food, he gets her maizayadayim that she produces. So Mishnah says, hamaktish maizayaday ishtay, someone who's maktish, the handiwork of his wife. Which means he says that anything that my wife produces is hektish, it goes to the base of mikdash. Harezu she continues working and she gets fed. I wouldn't say that everything's hektish and she doesn't get fed. But what about hamaisar, the extra? Now what does that mean, the extra? So let's say she produces $30 a day but she only needs $20 a day of food. And he's makdish that extra $10. Is that considered kadosh or not? So Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, hektish, it's considered hektish. Whereas Rabbi Yechina Sandler, Omer, chulin. Rabbi Yechina Sandler says that it's chulin. Now what's machlokes Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yechina Sandler? So this has to do with the concept whether or not a person could be makdish, davar shaloi bala oilam, something that's not in the world yet. And that's exactly what these ma'asiyadayim are. She hasn't yet worked and produced them. So they're loy bala oilam, they're not here yet. Now Rabbi Meir holds, adam, makdish davar shaloi bala oilam. A person could be makdish, something that's not here yet. And therefore, once she produces it, it automatically becomes hektish. Whereas Rabbi Yechon Sandler holds, A person cannot be maktish, something that's not in the world. And therefore, even though he said that they should be hektish, since they're not here yet, what he said is not valid, and therefore when she produces them, they still remain chulin. And moving on to Meshnah, hey, The following are malachas, these are things that a woman must do for her husband. Tachanes, she has to grind wheat into flour. Ba'ifan, she has to bake bread for him. Umechabeses, and launder the clothing. Mevasheles, she has to cook food. Umenikas bina, and she has to nurse the child that she has with him. Matas lohamita, she has to set the bed. And lastly, Ba'ifan, she has to do work with wool, which means she has to take wool and spin it into thread. But now let's say, when they got married, she brought in one shifcha to help out in the house. So that shifcha can take on the three most difficult jobs. Now the wife doesn't have to grind wheat into flour, and she doesn't have to bake, and she doesn't have to launder the clothing. Let's say she brings in two shvachas, so the wife doesn't have to cook, and she doesn't have to nurse the child, because that could be done by the second shifcha. Shalosh, if she brings in three shvachas, she doesn't have to set the bed or spin wool into thread, and that's because now there's three shvachas that can do all these jobs. However, her husband still is able to ask her for some sort of simple task. For example, can you go get this thing for me from the upper level? And that's something that the wife would still have to do. However, Arba, let's say she brings in four shvachas to the marriage, Yosheva's Bekatedra, she could just sit on a lazy boy, that's what a katedra is, literally it means a comfortable chair, so she could just sit back in her lazy boy and relax and not do anything, because these four shvachas have the whole house taken care of for her. However, Rebbe Yezra, Yezra says, Afilu shvachas. even if she brings a hundred shvachas into the marriage, he could and should force her to work with wool, because if she sits and does nothing, she's Bottle that brings to zima, it brings to inappropriate behavior, and therefore, even if she has tons of shvachas, tons of servants and maidservants doing stuff for her, she still has to be involved in some sort of work. Now, Rabbi Gamliel tells us, Let's say a person is madder his wife from doing work. He tells her that any work that you produce, I'm not allowed to have any benefit from it. So in such a scenario, he would have to divorce her and give her her ksuba. And why is that? Because her being batal and not doing anything, it leads to boredom. And boredom makes people crazy. And it's the husband's fault that she's not able to do work because he basically told her that she's not allowed to do work. So he would have to divorce her and pay her ksuba in such a situation. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Vav and Zion. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.